Yeah, is that shirt actually was it it's like purposely it weathered pre, like that or is it pre-distressed oh, okay so shirt. it's not you haven't had it for 15 years i've <laughs> had it for probably 10 oh, okay <laughs> craig, craig just leads a rough and tumble life where his clothing, his clothing it's all that pays hugging the price for it. It, it's the friction it's true i've rubbed off uh, so much of my chestal area okay um if now if he's if he's saying my hugging shirt <laughs> michael they're all hugging shirts <laughs> Episode 225, with a guy and a guy and a pinhead, and a, and a guy and a dog. Wait, how many guys? Wait, wait a minute. Wait, am I the dog or the pinhead? Mm. There's a Muppet in the corner. Let's start that over again. A guy and a guy and a guy and a dog and a pinhead. And a Mr. McGiblets. I like to call him Mr. McSnifelsness. And, and, nope. your, and your wife going to the store. That's right. All of that is happening. Getting some TP. <laughs> We all know what Mike's doing later. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. I'm Craig. Probably will be doing that later because the coffee didn't kick in quite on time this morning. And that guy's Mike. (laughs) This show is starting out per standard. Oh man, this is, yeah, this is just falling (laughs) apart fast. Should Should we go to the fart app? No, no. Let's let's see let's see if we can bring on some bo- bring somebody on board to put it out of its misery. <laughs> like I'm like the trigger man of Nerdburger. You just bring me in and just you're the cleaner. <laughs> put it to a stop quickly and painlessly. How we doing, boys? Good. We're doing very well. Hi, Michael. I'm gonna have to put on my sunglasses for the the glare coming off all this shiny new fancy equipment. <laughs> Yeah, it's the button. Uh, I, the, I, I can barely see the two. The light up buttons are kind of big and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't notice there. Yeah. It's awful, awful lit up over there. Most of it's hidden from me because all the big dials, all the tall dials, kind of mm-hmm. hide most of that light. It's nice to see the Begathon was just a, a glaring success. Yeah. So, um, Michael, how are you? Doing, doing okay. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. I had a moment when I woke up this morning. Uh oh. Where I, I went to, to leap out of bed to take on the day as, as I usually do. Jumping out of bed a la Stan on uh, American Dad, where he, the opening <laughs> song when he jumps out in his underwear and his arms are outstretched. Cape blowing Good morning, in the USA. Right, normally. Normally. <laughs> and then sudden sharp, sudden sharp pain like Uh-oh. in my upper back. Oh. Did you hurt yourself? And I go, and I go sitting back down and, I, and I, I give my best like dad groan of like, oh. Yeah. Did you what, hurt yourself what sleeping? Is that apparently so. Welcome to middle age. I went, I, I, it took me like two <laughs> tries before because it wasn't that I couldn't stand up. It was like I thought, if I what if I stand up and everything explodes? Like what is that's a weird pain I haven't felt before. How so I it? finally got I finally got got out and got here. But that was a weird <laughs> that was a weird moment where where I was like, oh, I'm getting older and I haven't accomplished enough in life yet. How old are you? Don't worry about it. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if you I'm, are, in fact, entering middle age. I'm 31 now, Craig. So if you're going to make it to 93... I've accomplished very little. You're entering middle age if you're going to make my, it to 93. My, my so, second yeah. trimester of life. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, you can still fly. <laughs> what? Pregnant women can't fly in their last trimester. Oh, or they're, oh. not, they're not supposed to. 
We were talking trimesters. Yeah. I shared what little knowledge I have of well, trimesters. See, I there's, of, a, there's a lot of pregnant women in my life right now. There's what? what, 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 what? Well, what? They're, they're not mine. They're oh, just they're oh, just right. tang, they're just, tang, oh, oh, okay. they're just tangential to me. Like my oh, my like my sister's having sure, a baby any day now. Stuff, sure. Got a really close friend that like I've gotten way too close to her and her husband, and she's about to have a baby any day now. I think we had a story about. You had a story well, th- about this, one of those people. Well, this was the friend that that I kept taking her phone and posting poop yeah, emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, and you then, and then, her, amusing her on her own phone. Right, and now her husband listens to the show all the time now because because <laughs> nice. be, be, because I've mentioned them is the reason why. <laughs> and now you've mentioned them again, so we've guaranteed that yes, they'll listen. Keep, keep listening. They'll we listen. may mention you again some more no, but, but later. Hey, hey, listeners, if you want to hear, hear your name mentioned on this. Uh, Far-reaching podcast. Email us at nerdburgershow at gmail.com. No, but it, it's, it's been like he he suddenly had to have like spinal surgery because he had like three oh. discs in his Ooh. neck while she was like eight months pregnant, and so neither one of them can do anything. And I live around the corner, so I, it's you know, I started you know, let me take you to buy groceries, let me lift the heavy thing for you, let me you know, okay. And I got like way too like it's the three of us are having this baby at this point. Like it's very. <laughs> You're Ted Mosby. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm the Ted Mosby of of, of, of that family. Of Marshall and Lily, yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, so, right. Yeah. So anyway, Ben and Laura, I've mentioned you again, so. Excellent. Welcome aboard, and we hope you're enjoying <laughs> the show, even the ones we where we don't talk about you. Yeah. Okay, Mike, um, we've got some business to attend to. Business? Yeah. You know what we got to do, right? Time to pay the I, piper. I think so. We got to say stuff. Gotta pay the piper. We had one of our listeners um, who uh, did not give us a script, but just said, "We want. I want you to do this. I want you to say this thing. Okay. Um, so maybe you can figure out what it is. You don't have to pipe in. You can t- mention it at the end. Um, we'll, we'll power through it as quickly when as we When do I ever here. pipe in, Craig? Please. <laughs> Loud guy, Michael. <laughs> Ready over there? Podcast partner? Yep, go ahead. All right, here we go. I. I, I. I, I, I. I, V. V. V, I. V, I, I. V, I, I, I. I, X. X. 11. Unlucky. 13. 14. 15. 4 squared. 17. 18. 19. 20. Blackjack! 22. 23. 24. 5 squared. 26. 27. 28. 29. Triple X! 31. 32. 33. 34. 35. 6 squared. 37. 38. 39. 40. 41. Hurley's last number. 43. 44. 45. 46. 47. 48. 7 squared. 50. 51. 52. 53. I can't drive. 55. 56. 57. 58. 59. 60. 61. 62. 63. 8 squared. 65. 66. 67. 68. 69. (laughs) 70. 71. 72. 73. 74. 75. 76. 77. 78. 79. 80. 9 squared 82 83 84 85 86 87 88 miles per hour 90 <laughs> 91 92 93 94 95 96 97 98 99 100 there you go forgot 89 oh well moving on <laughs> no I, I skipped all the numbers wherever there was text so miles per hour counted as 89 okay yeah absolutely right. <laughs> the same way unlucky counted as 12 that's, tr- right that's true 13. that's true all right so you had set a precedent, and I can't drive counted as fifty-four. So, yeah. all right, all right, all right. so Michael, what were we doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> we were requested to count from one to one hundred, but alternating numbers, <laughs> alternating odds and even as, between, fa- as fast between as the we two could. Of us. But and so you made it fun, yeah, because because. By... 
listener, just counting to 100 is sucks. <laughs> so you so you made it fun. Yeah, we turned it into okay. a bit. But you skipped 89. No, we didn't. So and 54 it seems like and you did. 12. <laughs> why was why was 54 I can't drive? I can't oh, drive wow, 55. Really? Yeah, he's too young. You have no idea what you're talking about. You don't even need to Sammy Hagar song. His one hit before he joined Van Halen. I can't drive. 55. I can't drive fifty-five. It was in Back to the Future. Okay, too. he's looking All at right. us. He's looking at us like there's something wrong with us. We're going to move on. on. There's nothing wrong with you guys. You're just both getting on in years. Is all. Shut up. Snipper <laughs> <laughs> <Whipper> snapper. <laughs> How'd you, how'd you hurt yourself, Grandpa? I watch TV. <laughs> I got out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> I got into I bed. S- I sat down on the sofa. <laughs> I laid flat in the bed. <laughs> Motionless for eight hours. Ouch. What's news, Mike? <laughs> oh, we're going to me. Sure. Okay. Uh, can, we, can we do um, a public service announcement? Sure. Uh, does that count as news? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. PSA. A listener... Uh oh. Sent this in, who is also a guest. <laughs> Larry. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> he just said one of our many listeners. I'm giving well, Larry can, credit for You could also just make this. up stuff and say a listener sent it in. That's true. So uh, we, we talked about it. Um, you, Craig, mentioned it maybe before we started recording. I can't remember. But uh, so here's, here's our um, public service announcement. Oh, that looks like vertical video. Right. It's a. Dude in a monkey suit. It's like Muppets. And I don't mean tuxedo. This video didn't have to look this way. It could have been prevented. Say no to vertical videos. Vertical videos happen when you hold your camera the wrong way. Your video will end up looking like crap. <laughs> there are more and more people addicted to making vertical videos every day. Oh it's not crack or nothing, but it's still really bad. <laughs> There are two different kinds of people who are afflicted with VVS. The first group treats the videos they shoot like pictures. They don't mean any harm. They just don't understand that while you can turn a picture, you can't really turn a video. (laughs) The other group is people who don't give a (laughs) Vertical video syndrome is dangerous. Motion pictures have always been horizontal. Televisions are horizontal. Computer screens are horizontal. People's eyes are horizontal. We aren't built to watch vertical videos. I love vertical videos. (laughs) Nobody cares about you. It's a Muppet with vertical eyes. This problem's left unchecked. YouTube will begin showing four videos at once just to save bandwidth. Leatherboxed vertical videos would be the size of a postage stamp. And it will spread everywhere. Movie screens have always been horizontal. If vertical videos become accepted, movie theaters will have to be tall and skinny. And all the movie theaters would have to get torn down and rebuilt. (laughs) By the time they were rebuilt, Mina Kulitz would be old and ugly. And birds would crash into them and die. And we will all get stiff necks from looking up. And no one will sit in the front row ever again. And George Lucas will re-release Star Wars again. <laughs> the skinny edition. I was never really able to tell the story that I wanted to tell. This was a great chance for me to Most of his face is cut off because it's a vertical You're a video. Jerk.
You jerk. <laughs> Every time a mobile device is used to record video, the temptation is there. Just say no. Say no to George Lucas. <laughs> say no to old Mila Kunis. Say no to vertical videos. And if you see someone doing it, say, You're not shooting that right, dummy! <laughs> or slap the phone out of their hand. Yeah, that's good, too. Like what I, I want to know is, um, why do they have a framed photo of John Goodman on their wall? <laughs> also a vertical photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a portrait shape. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they really like John Goodman. I have a confession to make. Uh -oh. oh, no. You I shoot vertical I filmed vertical a vertical video. video just yesterday. Oh, You know what, Michael? I'm glad you, you brought that up. I'm glad you shared that with us, because the first step... <laughs> In solving your problem <laughs> is admitting that you have one. I made, I made a mistake yesterday. That's step one on the 12 step mm -hmm. vertical video program. <laughs> I'd like it to be known that I do not stand with old Mila Kunis. <laughs> that. Anyway. Oh, uh, I have uh, another thing that I will slap people for. That I that I would consider slapping. Is this is this going this onto the, the list? This goes onto your. This goes onto the list. Craig slap list. The, the, the list I'm, of things that will make Craig slap you. Yeah, that I'm forming. I'm formulating a list. Um, is people who refer to if they put something on the internet, they call themselves content creators. <laughs> yeah, but Craig. No, 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 no. They created content. Yeah, mm -hmm. but tell me what the content is. Do you do a vlog? Do you do a podcast? Do you you know what do you do? I'm a content creator. No. It, that's too uh, generic. Yeah, basically. Too all-encompassing. That's like if I you asked me what my job was and I said, I'm a worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, I work. I create content. I work. Well, well hang on, hang on. What if, what if, <laughs> hang on. He's going to shoot me down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> what, okay, so what if people, people ask you what you do. Mm-hmm. And and instead of saying I'm an architect, are you supposed to say, um, I'm the designer of this building. I'm this building designer. No, you say you're an architect because that's what you do. Right. While you are architecting, mm -hmm. you that's create you, cre you create mm -hmm. different types of buildings, mm -hmm. but you're still an architect. Yes. So a content creator may create different types of content, but there some of those con some of that content may be vlogs or podcasts or uh, live streams or right fart video but i want I them know. to tell i want them to tell me they make podcasts i don't want them to tell me necessarily unless i press further that they say that for them to tell me i made the podcast where blah 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 happened well okay but let's that's say... the equivalent of saying that i you know worked on this building i got more specific well true but it's all it's all semantics it's like well, it where, where's the general I'll version i'll, I'll, I'll of tell that, you i'll tell you what of that as, breakdown as a when does it become too generic you're the I, architect that did the goliath national bank building <laughs> right as, as a constitutionalist that's, that's i believe yeah. you, I, oh that's right I believe, that's you. You, I believe you should have the right to slap anybody you like mm -hmm. so for, <laughs> I, for any reason i may have to pay the consequences that, oh sure that's right. that's that's battery Right. I understand. I'm not going to judge you for what you choose to slap people over. Okay. Anyway. But let me ask you this, Craig. Oh, okay. Let me ask you this. I come on this show a lot, and I've heard a lot of these. I will slap you for this. This, <laughs> make, this, this makes me want to strangle people. Craig Cates says, I've heard a I lot do, of Craig I rants. do complain off the air quite a bit. <laughs> and on the air quite a bit. Not what as much as I could. <laughs> is there? Is You're going to complain about this off the air probably. Is there? I'm going to complain about it right now. A things that will make Craig hug you list. <laughs> 
Are there things that you go, I just want to <laughs> hug that person. I love what just happened so much. And if so, what would be the things on that list? What are the things that make Craig's heart sing? I will. And, and I love will. The world? I will. Can, wait, can I just what? point out here? How long have I known you? 13, going on 14 years? Give or take, like that? Yeah. I've never seen Craig hug anyone. Whoa! I've, I've hugged Craig a time or two. Really? He, he, I mean, he pulls away and starts swinging, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of creep up behind him. You know? Well, Michael has this thing. He like does the. It's not a hug unless the last ten seconds. <laughs> the uncomfortably long hats. Hug. I just don't like to end them before they're over. No, actually, Mike, <laughs> Michael doesn't do the back pat. Like that's the man hug, quote unquote, right? The oh, back pats he, where you got to be man. No, he, like, Michael doesn't do that. He does the hug gentle where, squeeze and rub. <laughs> no, he does. The, he does the hug where he hugs, and then he holds that like a, just a normal hug for like two seconds, and then he squeezes in tighter. <laughs> Before he for lets about go. three or four, and then it's like, and then it's like letting air out of the, the balloon, slow release. Just slowly release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's enough resistance in his arms that you can't pull away. Still can't get away. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, <laughs> or I do the thing. I do the thing where you, where you, where you, you handshake and then pull in into the big hug and almost knock yourself over. Oh. I, did that, I do that one too. Yeah. It just it depends on how I feel about the person. Um, who who will I hug? Um, and what would make you want to hug them? Somebody, I might even, I'll put this in the Kickstarter next time. For the next game, if you, if you, if you, if you pledge triple digits, $100 or more, you get all the stuff that you get as described on the Kickstarter. Plus, I'll give you a hug. You feel very confident about this hug of yours. Like it's, I'm not saying it's going to be a good hug. You're still going to get the game that you paid for. So, so, so along with the dozens and dozens and dozens of things that will make Craig slap you. Yeah. If, if you pledge triple digits to one of Craig's Kickstarters, that will make him want to hug you. Yeah. Not even, not only will I want to hug you, I actually will. <laughs> I'm saying it and putting it on the internet forever. So anybody who packs the next uh-huh. Kickstarter for a hundred bucks or more can run into me, you know, around town here if they know me or at a convention sometime uh-huh. if they happen to find me or whatever. They collect um, on your hug. Absolutely. I feel like it's going to be many years later and someone like has finally tracked you down. And no, it's, it's like, Campbell. Huh? Yeah. Where's my hug? Who the hell are you? <laughs> they hold up like an old printout. Of, like, oh, hey. Like their Kickstarter confirmation email. And, and then I'll go over there and I'll, I'll give them the hug <laughs> and I'll hold it for like two seconds. And then yeah. I'll squeeze it a little <laughs> too tight for about three seconds or so and then slowly release. It's it. going to be at like Craig's funeral. <laughs> And like just someone no one recognizes is waiting in the line, inching closer. <laughs> They're clutching an envelope in their hands. They finally get up to the casket, and they look down at Craig, slowly open the envelope, pull the paper out, <laughs> unfold it, turn it around and show it to Craig's dead body. <laughs> Climb into the casket, clasp his corpse in both hands. And, and get squeeze, buried with me. And, <laughs> and squeeze, very, squeeze very tightly for two seconds. Yeah. Slowly squeeze more. Yeah. And then slowly release. Okay. As okay. Craig's friends and family look on in horror. The best, the best time for this like to the happen. stitches in his eyelids no, 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 pop. No. And... The, best time, the best time for this to happen. Well, actually, they squeeze the, the, the gas that's bubbled up inside of me. <laughs> corpses, corpses fart. Um, the best time, actually, for this to happen. No, no, no. The best time, if this is a, if the, that's, that's if this is a drama. Okay. If, if this is a sitcom, this happens 
at the gravesite when the when the casket's being suspended by the straps with the little rail thing around the edge, right? But you know the the, the minister has just finished speaking, and the and the the, the the attendant at the at the cemetery is going to start hit, cranking, start you, cranking down. you down, oh. and they run up and they flip the thing open, <laughs> and jump in, <sighs> and then the straps break all at once. Well, no, and then it just it it slowly it slowly with them still hugging it slowly falls like into it, yeah it exceeds the resistance on the little and, it, and thing, it slowly and it falls just, into the grave and credits roll over that and, and that and, and, that and is, the closing music da, 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 you know whatever it is and sure. that is how craig finally found love <laughs> forever, forever. <laughs> if you ever watched uh, uh uh scrubs that was when jd talked about how his how he had already planned his funeral it was uh-huh. for him to have a vertical a vertical casket, <laughs> open casket, vertical, with his arms outstretched, so, so everybody could hug him, could hug him before. He oh wow! <laughs> anyway, okay, let's let's go. You, let's guys, go. We you guys are always worried we're not going to have enough to talk about, and then we I just start down I some, wasn't, some weird trail. I, I wasn't worried this time. Wait, so if if I or somebody were to pledge triple digits for the next Kickstarter mm-hmm. and then got got a a voucher for this free hug, it could could. Could I exchange that non- for something of actual value? Not, oh, well, first I was going to say non-transferable. <laughs> um, actual value? Um, how about this? How about these two fingers right here? But I'm getting that right like now. Yeah. So how well, is that? How is that I, special? I just want the listeners to know that Craig is flipping off Mike with two hands, and Mike is entirely unfazed, as though this has happened many times before. <laughs> Why are you painting me as such a terrible person? <laughs> I but we that's why I wanted to establish when you hug people. I do so hug, that we get the other side of Craig. I hug my niece. I love my niece. I don't hug either one of my brothers. That's not true. I hug my brothers. Oh, your niece. My niece. I'm picturing you like reaching down around my your knees. legs. Pull, like, pulling them up towards like your have, chest. Like and... I have some sort of weird accent. I hug my niece. <laughs> I don't know. All the time I hug my niece. Well, you were the one talking about talking about one doesn't that was me. Do this or do that. All right. No, but his joke was that it's it's an old timey accent. Oh right, that joke. Speaking of uncomfortably Frankenberger. Speaking of uncomfortably hugging people. Um, you have un- uncomfortably <laughs> hugging news. <laughs> kind wow, of, kind is there of, news <laughs> in uncomfortable hugging? I subscribe to. You're launching a new Kickstarter. Aren't I, you? I subscribe to uncomfortable hugging monthly. <laughs> Specific, ha- specifically uncomfortable. It hugging. doesn't. It doesn't have a very, uh, uh, very broad readership. It, it may go to uncomfortable hugging quarterly. Does that come packaged with Torso magazine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, joke grenade. When, when, when when Bryce Maine was thinking about who to take uh. to his senior prom, he had no doubt who the lucky person should be. Oh no, says Bryce. My grandma's always been a really important part of my life. Like, my only woman figure in my life, I guess. Um, Mom wasn't around or something. Um, So I was thinking, why not take her? So let's take grandma. Grandma's never been to a senior prom. Mm -hmm. Never never had a prom. Never went to a prom. So he's about 18, probably. How old's grandma? 17, 18. Um, I don't know what it says here necessarily, but probably in the 70 range. Yeah, somewhere (laughs) around there. She's a little crusty. Um... Yeah, at the school where he goes, though, they still cut a rug, though. (laughs) They said, uh, this is in Eufaula, Alabama. Yeah. Eufaula? Eufaula? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I follow you. He calls her, he calls her nanny. Grandma. Grandma calls her nanny. Okay. Um, And he wanted to take nanny to prom, and so he 
went in there and he talked to uh, somebody at the school, the principal or vice principal or something, and they said, uh, um, "Is it okay if um, bring my bring Mima, my, bring my nanny, my Mima? If I bring gam, 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 can I bring gam, gam? Can I bring gumma? <laughs> can I bring gumma? Can I bring gumma to, to prom? And uh, they said no, you can't. What? what? They said no. They're denying grandma a prom at this school. Um, he said, give me a reason why. Give me one reason why. And they said, yeah, alcohol in case she would try to distribute it to minors. I wanna, because I wanna, she can buy it. I so. want to meet this grandmother. I want to meet her. So no, no, no adults at or above the age of 21 are allowed to attend. So okay. all the chaperones have to be 18, college, 19, or 20. Early, early well, college students. Well, hang on. Let's, let's hold on. The, and, okay. and, and, and um, they don't want to set it as a precedent because they're concerned that future students would do it as a joke and make a mockery of the school. Let grandma go to prom. Uh-huh. Well, hang on. Let's, let's, let's give the benefit of the doubt. May, what, maybe this grandmother has a reputation around town. That's true. We don't know <laughs> maybe, the whole story. We may not know the dynamics wow. of this town where this school is. Maybe, gra- maybe, maybe grandma has a reputation. Maybe she's sometimes. Const- maybe she's constantly dishing out alcohol to the minors. Sometimes all over the grandma place. bakes cookies. Sometimes grandma deals drugs. Right. You know. Sometimes, sometimes grandma bakes illegal substances <laughs> into her cookies. Yes. Grandma's got some amazing prescriptions <laughs> at her age. So, I mean, grandma's grandma's got a hell of a medicine cabinet. <laughs> grandma's got. Only eat one of grandma's cookies at a time, and you have 45 minutes to find a safe place. <laughs> right? Oh, man. What, wow. How, why, did, why did he have to... Don't you just buy the tickets to prom and then show up? Why did he tell anybody he was going to do that? Because he's a good person. Because I just, he didn't I, want anybody to be kind of weirded out or surprised. So the lesson he here just... is... Always ask for forgiveness, Not never per- permission. Yeah, like when I went when I went to prom, I just bought five tickets and then just showed up with with his four ladies. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke. I just... Two of them pregnant. What? What? Hey, <laughs> I would wait until just. Oh, for, I would wait until no, just. Stop for... it. <laughs> Mike's trying to get high fives. <laughs> like suddenly he's turned into this frat guy. I would wait until just before the dance, and then I would scoop up like half a dozen girls that didn't, didn't have dates, and they would all be my date. Are you kidding? No, I'm not making that up. That's a real thing. <laughs> I have a picture of me walking up to homecoming one year with like two girls on this side and three girls on that side. Half of them attractive. I'm, whoa. Um, I'm not sure how to feel about that. Which half? The left half or the right half? Did you alternate them? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang on, I gotta rearrange y'all. Hang on, you come well, over the, here. Well, first of all, the two that fair, were directly next to you were the attractive ones and the ones on the outside to be, were the to be fair, ones or? Three attractive to you, because there's someone for everyone. Oh, okay, let's great. let's let's be fair about this. Anyway, I don't. Why are we talking? About this? this is so, that's weird, man. No, um, it was fun. Mike, what else is news? <laughs> I think it was fun. Yeah, there we go. It was fun. I want to see the pictures, <laughs> so we can high five you. <laughs> I think he just wants a high five. He's looking for an excuse. I think come, so. come here, Mike. Come I think I think Mike. Is upset Ooh. that I never hug him, and he's just looking for a little physical contact <laughs> from a friend. <laughs> little human interaction. Apparently, I don't think I've ever hugged Mike. Mike, have we ever hugged? Did I hug you at your at your wedding? Maybe. Um, I, I don't have, like I'm... hugging people, so probably not. You've never been hugged by the right person, my friend. Whoa, yeah. You know what the best <laughs> kind of hug is? Is that ten second one that we were talking about before? Where you grab? Okay, I'm not going to go do the whole thing again. <laughs> 
what can I use as a weapon in case he tries to... You can use whatever you want as a weapon, cause, but, but we're between you and the door. <laughs> this just got dark. <laughs> what else is news, Mike? Take us somewhere. It's my house. If I call the police, they're going to believe me first. You got to get to your phone first, buddy. <laughs> You gotta you gotta you gotta unlock your phone he's and trying dial, to, you gotta unlock your phone and dial nine one one first, buddy. He's desperately trying to dial nine one one. Just fart sounds and Homer Simpson saying Nerdburger keeps coming out. Why isn't it working? He's, he's holding his he's holding his fingerprint pad. You know his his finger <laughs> pad to his phone, trying to open his iPhone, and we're just, it's constantly like getting jerked off with a little sensor because we're beating the crap out of him. No. I'm going to take that clip of you saying constantly jerked off and do something. That's going to be the new soundboard. Also, Craig has obviously never used his iPhone to call 911. You don't have to unlock it. Yeah, okay. I know, I know. Anyway. All right. What do you got? <laughs> now, for the record, I'm not going to hurt Mike. What not about, physically. What about the other Mike? <laughs> the damage we do to each other is entirely emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael, just uh, like no. my father and my father before him, yeah, <laughs> just how I like it. <laughs> well, you can do you can do it when, when you get angry. You can do what all the Campbells do is just ball it up into a little seething ball of hatred inside of you, and eventually have a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> and slap people for seemingly random things. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> news story number three. <laughs> the Craig's desperately trying to keep structure <laughs> halfway through this show. <laughs> So there's a, uh, uh, a a nice lady who runs a technology company um, called Open Water. She claims, and her name is uh, Mary Lou Jepsen. Oh. Oh, yeah, Mary Lou Jepsen. Mary Lou? That's right. Go over to her house. You get juice and bars. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no maybe about that in Mary Lou Jepsen's house. <laughs> Jeez. You come over, she's going to hug you. Anyway, she worked at Facebook, Oculus, Google X, whatever that is, and Intel. All the places. Now she uh, <laughs> has her own company, which is developing a hat. Yes, that's right. A we, hat. We are, hat. We okay, what's we special about a ski, a ski what's cap. What's special What's about new this? in hat technology? Well, she claims that within eight years, <laughs> okay. the technology she's she's invented in her head right now that she's going to put into the the trendy looking uh millennial type it's like a ski stocking cap it's a ski cap without the little ball bobbly no thing offense on the top. to millennials over there um do you hip, ever see me a, wear one of those it's a hip, <laughs> hip, no. hipster hipster hat hipster hat sure yeah that uh the t the technology will become available or she will make it available within eight years uh to with this hat you will be able to transmit your thoughts to a computer or another person just by thinking them now i don't think that that's actually going to happen, but that would be really cool if it did. Because I was just thinking about this, like because I have repetitive stress injury things, and and you know using computers too much mm -hmm. or over overuse hurts. You have what now? Repetitive stress injury. Like he's got carpal tunnel. I don't have carpal tunnel. I have something Some, else something. that they can't identify and that I have to live with because they just want to. He has something he, that is purple tunnel esque. They want to. He has. Wanna, he has ailments. They want to slice my wrist open and poke around to figure out what's wrong with it. Like Luke Skywalker it getting the prosthetic. Doesn't show up on an MRI. Like you can do that like, at home. Like Luke Skywalker <laughs> getting the prosthetic hand where they're just poking it and his <laughs> right. fingers are moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the non-space robot version of that. <laughs> um, 
No, I was just thinking, like, wouldn't it be great if you could look at the dialogue box on your computer and just think okay or cancel, and the computer would know? That you would never actually have to touch the trackpad or the keyboard or the screen or however. The mouse. That'd be neat. That'd be awesome. Then the Russians would hack my brain through my ski (laughs) ski hat. Nobody wants to hack your brain, Michael. (laughs) You don't know, Craig. Some people. That was not a hug-worthy comment. There's somebody for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This sounds... I don't know that this is technology that needs to exist. Yeah, I just... You don't think it needs to? Nah. But what technology really does need to exist? I think there's a lot of technology that is convenient and useful and we we have found ways to capitalize on it. I I just feel but like But when it was when it was first created it didn't need to exist. Okay, let me put it this way then. When the technology that lets us control things with our brain arrives, I don't think it will come in the form of a weird trendy <laughs> ski hat for millennials. I don't think that's the way it will come into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what It'll happens. It'll be like a chip they put in our brain. I'm curious as to whether it will be able to distinguish um, your waking thoughts, like waking directed mm-hmm. thoughts versus dreams. Right. Or will you need to turn your computer off every night? Like your random involuntary thoughts. Because, yeah, you might have these thoughts popping <laughs> in your you head while you're dreaming. with the hat on and then all of a sudden you wake up and... Got a bunch of Amazon deliveries. <laughs> <laughs> There's drones oh, all over the neighborhood. If you don't think they'll be beaming... Slamming if, into your house. If you think they won't be beaming advertisements <laughs> into your head through the hat, that's how they'll pay for this thing. And they'll be subliminal so you won't know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, and no, it's not even a subliminal thing. They'll, they'll do minor, the minority report thing where they'll... They'll, they'll, they'll read you'll be thought. walking around the mall and you'll think about something and like right there on the screen will pop up yeah. directed at you yeah. an advertisement for the thing you were just thinking about. Like hey, the cr- best deal in the mall for that thing. And God forbid you think about stealing it because then the cops will just show up and take you away. <laughs> or th- the pre-crime division will yep. come get you. Craig won't make it because he'll be thinking about slapping people left and right. Oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in jail for assault and battery in no time. 27 counts of assault immediately. If pre-crime was the thing, <laughs> we would all be gone. And you could get, thing. and you could get, well, we, with pre-crime, you have to, you know, the idea is that you actually do it. They just catch you before you do it. But if uh, pre-crime was really based on thoughts, our, you think our prison system would be <laughs> full, is full right now? <laughs> if it was just based on wishing you could do something? Jeez. Uh, what else is news? Oh, let's see. Remember, we've got, in August, we've got a special celestial event coming up. That's right, the... The oh yeah the um the the eclipse, eclipse. the yeah. complete solar eclipse. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys been following this? Um, we have we we've, <laughs> we've talked about it on the show a little bit. Yep. We remarked that the we know the path goes from basically the Washington State area down like kind of through here, close to here, through, through the, South through, Carolina, through the plains, and then and then it reaches its uh its peak. It's where you best your longest the longest time and. Is it Carbondale, Illinois? Yes, and we were remarking, "Hey, Carbondale, mm-hmm. get off build your some, ass, build some hotels and yeah. some some stuff." Some Got a news story here. Uh oh. During football season, a maroon mob gathers in Saluki Stadium as thousands of Saluki. Southern Illinois University fans come together to cheer their hometown heroes. On August twenty first, nearly three weeks before the first game, crowds will again pack the stadium. This is going to happen in Carbondale. Carbondale is on the case. They are ramping up. Really? Yeah, you really? want to see the, the 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 best version of this eclipse? Carbondale's got you covered. Get your tickets now. Wow. 
they expect the population of the town to triple. Whoa. During the time <laughs> that this is all going on, they're going to, <coughs> they're, they're basically opening, you know, like everybody's backyard to camping. Right. <laughs> Everybody, they're going to have, you know, just billions of places for you to go and, and put your RV or your campsite. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, people, I'm sure people are probably going to, you're going to see Airbnbs like everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's going to rent out the extra rooms in their houses. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those days where I wake up and I'm sitting at my desk and then it gets dark outside and you realize like, oh yeah, that was today. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done something. <laughs> No, Tens, I think I looked they're at it, expecting it. It's a population. The, the city is population be... twenty six thousand. They're expecting tens, multiple tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. Wow, visiting. It'll be cloudy and raining. I was worry. looking at it a few uh-huh. weeks ago, and I think the closest place to here that's like in the middle of 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 the path that goes across the U.S. It's, it's like the mountains it's, in northeast Georgia. Isn't it? No, well, it's a little town in, over the South Carolina border. Okay, it's like a wee little town. And there's like a there's it's like a, a wee little town. There's like a pu- it's a wee little town. There's like in the a county park. <laughs> there's like a, there's like a public park at a lake. That's that that is the public park of the town. Okay. And so there there there's like a website up that's like come see the eclipse at our town, and it's like just come to the lake. That's where it's gonna be. It's gonna be it's at, like the, nothing, at the lake. Nothing crazy. Like just gather at the lake. Not not anywhere else. Just at the lake. Hmm. Then leave us alone, <laughs> and then go away. But it's like an hour and a half from here. It's like the closest, the closest spot on the map oh, that's okay. from. Is here. it Hartwell? It might be Near Hartwell. There? It might be Hartwell. So that up sounds a, familiar. Up eighty-five. Okay, that sounds familiar. Hey, uh, young entrepreneurs um, in Carbondale and Hartwell. Well, I'm I'm speaking to Carbondale. Oh, okay. Um, you might want to uh, young entrepreneurs, the little the kids out there that want to make a buck. Um, you know, obviously they can get their little lemonade stands going and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, what they might want to do is find every box that their parent ha- the parents have in the house, every empty box or box that can be emptied easily, mm-hmm. and empty it out and poke a little pinhole in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and sell eclipse viewing boxes. There's there's special glasses you can buy. You can get those too, but there's gonna be you know darn well there's gonna be people that are gonna show up thinking that they can just put their eyes on the eclipse and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck. Hope you don't go blind. Hope you don't sear your retinas. Right. Um, <laughs> you don't. You know darn well there's going to be people that are going to show up not knowing this, not knowing that they need to take precautions when viewing an eclipse. And so those kids can be right out there. <laughs> Here's your eclipse viewing box. Fifty bucks. <laughs> what do you but mean? This 50 is just bucks? a car- this is just a cardboard box with a hole in it. Sixty bucks. You got a cardboard <laughs> box and a pin? I didn't think so. <laughs> well, no, every time the person complains, they bump oh, the price it goes, 10 bucks. 60, 70 bucks. 70 bucks. Do you want to continue negotiating? <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to continue negotiating with you. I would, 80 bucks. <laughs> and Fat Tony from The Simpsons. <laughs> I would be happy to continue the negotiation. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Carbondale's on the, they're on the case. They got it under control. Awesome. Speaking of the sun and looking at it, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or or not, yeah. So I think this is uh, England, yeah, Liverpool. They want to uh, put warnings on sunscreen bottles, you know, because in England everyone is pasty, limey, right? Sure. 
Most every people. every single person, every stereotype you've ever heard about people in certain countries is true. Well, they have Continue. all those. They have all those gingers there, right? So uh, they want to put extra warnings on sunscreen bottles, telling, making sure that you uh, that you or no, they want to take the warnings off. I'm sorry. So but it, they say, "Don't get it near your eyes." Um, okay. So they want to they want to reword that or somehow, and so that people are. Very carefully apply this as close to your eye as possible, because people are getting uh, skin cancer on their eyelids. Oh, they're not putting it on their eyelids. Yeah, that's a problem. You got to, yeah, that mm. that skin there. Yeah, you should put the if you're the if stuff you're and especially there, yeah. if you're sunbathing or on the beach or whatever. You're you're, you're gonna your eyes are closed. You're gonna take a little nap. Yeah. yeah. Also, you should wear sunglasses. That helps too, because mm-hmm. most most sunglasses are have UV protection on the lenses. But and, yeah. then you'll, and then you'll get that really cool tan line. <laughs> little, <laughs> Reverse raccoon. A little stripe right at the side yeah. of your face and your eyes around your eyes won't be. You got to get the, you know, you got to get those little, those little grape sized things with, like the, the, with the little the, thin connector in the middle that just so that's. With so the that green lenses, the things, the, the thing you wear in the, in the uh, tanning bed. Well, the point is, yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. have any extraneous pieces. It, or as, as little as possible. That's going to cast a shadow, mm-hmm. right. But the little thin thing in the middle is it's not gonna... going to cause a problem because if you're out for a couple hours, the sun will move. Yep. And so that's the, the shadow. That's, from that shadow that spot thing will move. Will, yeah. And then you'll, you'll tan more evenly. Anyway, I think so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with news on that. If, if, if that's where we want to be. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see. Unless you have something that we need to know. It's one of those things that more and more people are going to become more aware of as we get closer to it. So it's going to be interesting to see like how much of a topic it becomes and how widespread it gets. The what's that? The eclipse? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, they'll talk it up more and more. Yeah. I think once we get like a month out, that's when you'll really start ramping up. Yeah. When there's still time to make travel plans give and people it, are still trying to cash in. Right. Yeah. Give it a couple give it a couple of weeks. It'll take news will take off on that. Oh, Michael. Craig and Mike. We've got a uh TV show that's coming back on the HBO's Game of Thrones is about to come back on season seven. And Michael Ooh. wanted to talk a little bit about Game of Thrones. You guys watch the show? Going. Uh, yes. Do you like the show? Love it. I love that show. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't it, like. I remember when it first came on and I watched like the first episode and it didn't grab me. But then like two years later, everybody was talking about it, so I started watching it again, and then I just fell in love with it. I waited uh, five seasons before no, I started that bad. watching it. And then binged maybe, it. Maybe four. <laughs> yeah, I'm rewatching the first season right now. Because I just I'm excited for the show coming back. Back, back, when the, back when all those Stark kids were so young. Everybody was still alive. Looking <laughs> 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 like, at how young they all look. Like Bran looks like looks like he's five and a half. And then and now he's like 18 years old. Because I've done that. And I've watched I've watched the early stuff. And you know, yeah. several seasons later, and I'm sitting there watching, going, "Oh, things end poorly for you." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's a bad end i know like i'm in season like I, i'm in season two right now and like and like rob is on the warpath you know oh, yeah. catalin is still running around everybody's saying king in the north and I'm like, all right coming. everybody <laughs> before we get too far here there may be uh game of thrones spoilers getting thrown yes. around here cool, yep. you um, think there may I, I've, there I've, may be game of thrones book spoilers well, probably not book spoilers just book information book information not really book spoilers though well, but, any, but anything, i've already clarified anything, that the three of us are caught up on the show so if you're not right you've had your fun for the day yep, yep. 
Skip to the outro. <laughs> you should stop watching. Stop. Or just stop before the outro. Stop listening to this and go get caught up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then come back. Yeah. Skip until you hear the name Kevin. No, no, no. Go, go, <laughs> here's, here's how we'll do it. Um, go watch Game of Thrones now, okay? Go ahead. Welcome back. <laughs> now that you've I seen you've enjoyed all Game six of Thrones. seasons of yes. Game of Thrones. Here we go. Or seven? Michael, what Wait, did you want? Is Mike, this seven? This is season seven. It's season seven yeah, okay. coming up. There's going to be eight seasons total. Yeah, I think right. there's only like 15 episodes left. They're doing two and they're short doing seasons. like yeah. two short seasons, but the individual episodes, a lot of them are going to be a lot longer. That's what it's like. Sounds there's like. going to be more like 90 minute episodes. And there stuff. will be there will be a number of cool, very long episodes. Yeah. Love it. So at the end of last season, um, it was kind of heavily implied, heavily implied, that Jon Snow is actually the son of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen. Meaning that he is not a Snow, he's not Ned Stark's illegitimate son. He's actually a member of, of the same house that Daenerys is from, and, and has a legitimate claim to the Iron Throne, mm-hmm. but he doesn't yes. know that yet. Now, Rhaegar Targaryen is... Is, um... To just cover people, because it's one of... This, okay, these, so, are those, these are those things that get covered where people talk about it once, and then they talk about it again a season later. So, And then you see a flashback a season later. Right. So at the beginning of the show... Like, wait, who, um, is, who are they talking about? <laughs> at the beginning of the show, uh, Ned Stark is Warden of the North, and the king of all of Westeros is Robert Baratheon. They gain those positions by rebelling against uh, Aerys Targaryen, known as the Mad King. Um, That's when, the guy that Jaime Lannister killed. That, yep. Yes, that he slayed in the throne room. Okay. Earning the name Kingslayer. Kingslayer. King and we'll get back to him in a little bit. Right. Because um, <laughs> I know where you're going with some of the this. The reason they were rebelling is that Lyanna Stark was promised to Robert Baratheon. Um, and instead, she was supposedly kidnapped by Rhaegar Targaryen. Taken. Yes. And Robert and Ned rose up to, to take her back to depose the Mad King. Uh, and in actuality, what we found out, what's heavily implied at the end of last season is that Lyanna wasn't kidnapped. She ran away willingly, married Rhaegar Targaryen, and, and birthed his son. And that son is... Jon Snow. Who Ned took home from war, telling his wife, Catelyn, this is my bastard child mm-hmm. I had yes. while I was away at war. And, and, and kept the secret because Robert Baratheon would have killed the crap out of Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. He just would have killed him dead. Oh, just like all the rest of the bastard mm-hmm. children Absolutely. that got murdered. All of, the, <laughs> all, all of the Targaryens were all murdered except for the one old guy who's the maester at Castle Black and Daenerys and Viserion who went, went across the sea. Maester Aemon? Yes, Maester Aemon. The blind dude. Yeah. He's a Targaryen. Yeah, I know. Come to okay. find out. <laughs> and a maester of the Citadel. Um, Where um, Sam is now. Right. Where Samwise Gamgee has been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where the Samwise oh. Gamgee stand in. <laughs> I'm gonna write I'm gonna write an epic fantasy story where the hero is named Sam. Sam absolutely. Not, not the plucky sidekick that everyone I would loves. like to point out that I did not make the first <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien comparison. Uh so the th- this was sort of the confirmation of this may have been the author's plan all along was for Jon Snow to to turn out to be that. Well, the producers of the but show have the outline. Well, true. Of but where, they're, of where they're in line George R.R. Martin going. was planning to go. That doesn't mean that they're following it. True. And it may have been that this was his plan all along, but a, the fan theory of Jon Snow being the son of Rhaegar Targaryen was floating around for many years. Long, you know, The books have not gotten to that point in the story yet. 
the show did not get to it until the end of last season, but for many years that theory had been floating around mm-hmm. that Jon Snow was actually going to turn out to be part Targaryen. Um, so it may it it's made me curious of what other fan theories are floating around that may mm-hmm. may also turn out to be true. Because I and I wonder if it's that the fan theory came first and then the author. You always wonder like. Did the author see this on Reddit and like, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. And then ends up doing it. <laughs> then all the fans are like, we were right. And like, yeah. no, you were, you, it was your idea. <laughs> they just, I it. stole your idea. Right. Well, so it makes me wonder like, what else was floating around out there? He's going to be like, oh, that, that's way better than where I was going. I'm going to go with that. That's the beauty of game mastering a role playing game. Right. When the players say, hey, I wonder if blah, blah, blah is happening. And you think to yourself, that's much more interesting than what I had planned. <laughs> way better than where we were going. And then, so we're going to run and then, with that. And then, as, and, then, and then a session later, you introduce that and they feel like, wow, vindicated. They figured it out. Right. Good moment for them. Yeah. And better story yeah. <laughs> than what you had planned. And, and, and I do that all the time. The books, <laughs> the books are very good about kind of like, there's lots of details everywhere that can lead you in certain directions, but it's also a very kind of cynical world where not everything that's implied and you think like, oh, that's be a cool place for the story to go. And then instead, everybody dies yep. because it's a more realistic, cynical kind of world. So one of these theories that's floating around is that just as Jon Snow has been revealed, or at least heavily implied to be part Targaryen, there's also a theory that Tyrion Lannister is also part Targaryen. Hmm. Now the evidence for this, um, there is a uh, there's a conversation between uh, Sir Barristan and Daenerys at one point where he tells her, "Was there some woman, heiress being the Mad King? Was there some woman heiress loved better than his queen? Not not loved, mayhaps wanted is a better word. Prince Eris is a youth. He was taken with Joanna, that being Tyrion, Tyrion's son, Tywin's dead wife, uh, Tyrion's mother, Tywin's dead wife." When she and Tywin wed, your father drank too much wine at the wedding feast and was heard to say that it was a great pity that the Lord's right to the first night had been abolished. A drunken jape no more, but Tywin Lannister was not a man to forget such words. So there's little details sprinkled around that the Mad King was was, was very taken with, with Tyrion's mother for many years. Um, now the question, this is, it's a little flimsy because the question is, were, was the Mad King and Joanna Lannister in the same place around the time that Tyrion would have been conceived? Because you, you assume that Joanna is going to be at Casterly Rock, the family home of the Lannister mm-hmm. house, and King Eris is going to be in King's Landing, you know, the capital of Westeros. So there's no details that imply they were in the same place at the same time around the time that Tyrion would have been conceived. But uh, it is a... It's a common trait with Targaryens that they have dreams about dragons. Uh, Daenerys has dreams about dragons. Uh, Maester Aemon has dreams about dragons. There are two other Targaryens not seen in the show that the books mention have dreams about dragons. And uh, when Tyrion uh, is at Marine and goes down into the dungeons to release the two captured dragons from their chains, he tells one of them about being a child and having dreams about dragons oh. and, and wanting being fascinated with dragons and asking for a dragon and everyone laughing at him because all the dragons were dead and yet here the dragons are. So there's a connection between Tyrion and dragons apparently. Now that it could just be because dragons are cool, you know, oh, like, sure. little kids think dragons are awesome. Why wouldn't they want a dragon? <laughs> you know, or it could imply that like other Targaryens, Tyrion has a connection mm-hmm. to dragons that is heretofore unexplored. There's also um, Tyrion's appearance uh, in the show and in the books, in, in that world, um, the, the seed is very strong. And so the color of one's hair often implies uh, their parentage. 
sure. way. And um, they don't they don't adhere to that nearly as well in the right, show as, right. the, as, as see as in, the bo- in the book well for instance in the books um all of the you know the lannisters are always you know they have golden hair blonde hair hair as bright as beaten gold the gold of his hair long golden hair thick tangle of blonde curls like it's all yeah. very heavily it's all gold whereas the targaryens are all described as silver pale hair silver blonde silvery hair silver gold yeah, they're silver platinum hair. blondes exactly <laughs> and Tyrion uh is said hair so blonde it seemed white hair pale blonde and black so a mixture of hair, kind of implying a mixed parentage hmm. of some kind. Also, his eyes, uh, one is green and one is black. So they're sort of built into his description as like he's possibly two halves of a coin yeah. in a way. Also, he's not supposed to have a nose at this point right. instead of a yeah. giant scar He's just been face. chopped off. He gets his nose. chopped his nose off. Gets his nose chopped off in, yeah. the, <clears throat> in the, the Battle of Blackwater Bay. And part of the reason that this is a strong theory is because of another fan theory that has to do with who, <laughs> who will eventually... There's a, there's a prophecy um, called the, the Dragon Has Three Heads, which implies there are three dragons. There are eventually going to be three people tied to those dragons so in the show we've already seen daenerys kind of ride drogon around drogon is the dragon that she has the closest connection to yep um he's not the one chained in the, in the dungeon he's the one yeah. out there flying around the black one saving a, saving her in the Colosseum and all a, that a green the, one the bigger, and a purple one the bigger one yeah the other I, two? I think the biggest one is he's what the he biggest is. one right but the other two are green and purple yeah and so we also know uh that it, at least it's heavily implied that john is part targaryen so there's two heads of the dragon. There needs mm-hmm. there needs to be a there third. There needs to be a third. Now George R. R. Martin has already he's already said before, like you know, the three heads don't all have to be Targaryens, you know. So maybe maybe it doesn't matter whether Tyrion is a Targaryen or not. He can be the third head of the dragon, one way or the other. Um, but what it is, it's uh, when Danny is in Karth and she goes into the House of the Undying. She has all these weird visions, and the book describes them as visions of her past and visions of the future and visions of other things happening. She has visions that plot uh, tie to the Red Wedding. Visions that tie back to the Mad King trying to burn the whole city down. And one of them is uh, is Rhaegar talking about there need to be three heads of the dragon. Now, the, the three of them, Daenerys and Jon Snow and Tyrion Lannister, have a lot in common. Um, all three of them are outcasts of society. Uh, all of them are the third in line to their respective birthrights. Uh, all of them killed their mothers in childbirth. Which is like a weird way to describe it. But the book is like they killed his mother and child. Like she just died. Like you didn't kill her. But like, that's what he's always said. Like they killed their mothers in childbirth. Yeah. It's well, a, that's it's a harsh world. It's well, it's it's the way they look at it, right? Yeah. It's Tywin, you know, yeah. berates Tyrion by saying, you know, you who ki- who slew his mother coming into this world, right? How much he hates his like the baby stood up and grabbed a sword. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have slain the beast through. which birthed me. No, but all three of them. Holy all, crap! Did the, you see what that? The baby just did? <laughs> All three like of them. Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> Stewie Griffin. Had mothers that died in childbirth. And at this point, all three of them are fatherless. Uh, <laughs> all three of them, uh, their stories are about uniting unlikely allies together. Mm-hmm. And uh, each of them has their own tragic love story. Uh, Daenerys with Khal Drogo in the first se- first and second season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyr- oh, Tyrion with Shay, uh, <laughs> yep. who, who betrays him and he ends mm-hmm. up murdering her. And uh, Jon Snow with e- with uh, Egret, mm-hmm. who uh, mm-hmm. who dies in battle. Uh, so there's a lot of connections between the three of them. There's also the you know Tyrion's origin. He is an Andal. Jon is one of the first men, and Daenerys is is Valyrian, going all the way back. So there's sort of like this conglomeration between all three of them. Don't lick me. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Mike, Sorry. stop licking me. <laughs> no, that was the dog. The dog running around. Um, 
so potentially uh, we may see John and Tyrion at some point uh, fly around on dragons. Similar to Daenerys. They may become the three heads of the dragon. That'd be a nice reunion. Yeah. Which is like... They're, since they're, since they're clearly, their time peeing off the wall. Especially like when you look at the show, they're clearly the right? three main characters. Yeah. You know, they're clearly... Oh, yeah. The three of them are clearly the main characters of the show. Like as, as more people get killed and, mm-hmm. and the cast gets whittled down, you know, it's mainly the three of them. They spend a lot of time with them being the central character mm-hmm. amongst very ter- like tertiary characters right there's like Jon Snow is surrounded like, like Sam is like the number two character up there and then everybody else is lower on the totem sure. pole of characters yeah. Daenerys is number one and everybody else is lower on the totem pole Tyrion is is he moves around a lot and so he's constantly right. surrounded by different characters whereas you know everything with Cersei is like she's always in the middle of a bunch of other yeah. major yeah. characters because it's all the people at King's Landing and all we're the also, time. We're also seeing as characters are slain and like other side characters are cast about that they they become closer. You know, like Tyrion ends up with with Varys in uh, Marine with Danny, and then you know Stannis his army is smashed at, at Winterfell, and then Ser Davos suddenly is serving Jon Snow, so now he's part of the Jon Snow storyline out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like everyone sort of conglomerates around these three characters. Yeah, Arya is the only only other one that gets her own which which tertiary she's, and she's group back, of people and she's back in Westeros and I imagine she I imagine she's headed for John. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you would think that's that's the direction point, she, would, yeah. she would head north. Um, I mean, maybe not. Maybe she's going to head for King's Landing, depending, try, try dep- to kill the queen. I don't depending know. on how much she still really identifies with her family. Well, she's, because she's sort of, kind of, not really considering well, herself a Stark anymore. Well, she's a faceless no, man. She was. But now she's left the faceless man. She said, "I'm Arya Stark of Winterfell, and I'm going home." And the next time you see her, she's she's slaying. Um, oh, what's his what's his name? Um, um, the, uh, the 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 guy that hosted the red wedding. Yeah, I'm, bla- um, she's I'm slaying him blanking and, on his name too. Yeah, it's uh, oh uh, Frey, Walder Frey, Walder Frey, and yeah. she's and she's I'll slicing another, and she's slicing his throat <laughs> and yeah. saying and saying the last thing you'll see is a Stark looking down at you. you no, know, I am Arya Stark of Winterfell. So right, I think right. I think she's back saying like, no, I'm Arya Stark. When she took that sword back from out of the rocks and reclaimed well, the sword that John gave her, and that was the moment where she's like, no, I'm Arya. I'm not. I, I, I get that to an extent, but there's there's a little bit more to that too because. In order to be a faceless man, mm-hmm. and in order to have the face thing going on, you mm-hmm. have to shrug off your identity. Now, maybe she's special in some way, right? And maybe maybe, maybe she took maybe, all the skills and well, maybe, did none of the commitment. Well, see, faceless <laughs> faceless men can take on a dead person's face. Mm-hmm. That's all the faces on the walls are all dead people. Right. And if she, in her head, has killed Arya Stark, Arya Stark is now dead and is a face that she can take on, mm. even though she is a faceless man underneath all of it. Maybe She's so. just playing the part of Arya Stark, but she does remember her list and Walder Frey's on the list. What if it turns so out? So she just, she just says, I'm Arya Stark, basically to stick one more knife in the guy. What, but <laughs> what if it turns out, man? Because the last time we saw the waif, the uh, the the other girl at the mm-hmm, that was the always man that was always beating the crap the, out of her, beating the, the snot time, out of the Arya. last time we see her is when Arya cuts that candle in half and the lights go out mm-hmm. and it's implied that Arya kills her and yeah. then comes back never and see her face. Yeah. What if it didn't? What if, what if Arya's the waif the whole time? We're gonna find out like at the end of the show. Oh, she that, takes Arya's face well, off. Well, that be a, she's the waif. Just a she's kick to the teeth. <laughs> Arya's, been dead. Arya's been dead for two seasons. Right. Wah, 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 wah. Right. Like, there's nothing to say she's not. That's the point of the faceless men. They, you know, we don't even know how many yeah. of them there are. 
There could be a hundred faceless men that we only, we've only ever seen Jack and Hakar's face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway. I was thinking you were going to maybe get around to the theory of who is the prince that was promised. Uh, that's where we're going. All right, the, here uh, we go. Azora High. <laughs> um, so there is a faith in the world of Westeros um, where they uh, the god's name is Rylor, Rylor um, and he is the, the lord of light. Um, he, he's we've, tied, we've he's tied run to into fire his followers. And, he's the one yeah, who's yeah. resurrect. His followers we, are the ones who are resurrecting people. Yeah, when we first see Stannis Melisandre, the first time we see Stannis Baratheon, Melisandre is there saying Stannis is the prince who was promised, and he is he is. It centers around um, the the idea that Azor Ahai is a hero from eight thousand years ago who used a flaming sword to beat back what's called the Other. Um, and that Azor Ahai will be reborn at the end of a long summer, like we just uh, had, uh-huh. right? When when the stars when the stars bleed, and he will be reborn of fire we've, and salt, and we've seen a comet that is red, smoke and salt. I think, <laughs> yeah. And so there's there's different. Um, Melisandre was convinced it was Stannis Baratheon, and then he was destroyed at Winterfell. So then she goes, oh, act Jon Snow. Now it's Jon Snow. Now it's him. <laughs> He's Azor Ahai. And meanwhile, there's another there's another priestess in Marine saying Daenerys is the is the princess who was promised. And, mm-hmm. and like Varys is the one saying like y'all can't agree on who your savior is. Well, probably is. probably every probably every priest of of <laughs> of, right. of the the red the red god has their own <laughs> personal right. Azor Ahai that they're pimping because they got it. They got to throw in with somebody, right? Yeah. Whoever wins this one, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the top dog. Yeah. And so the, the prophecy is after a long summer, when the stars bleed and the cold breath of darkness falls heavy on the world, he shall be born again amidst smoke and salt. He shall wake dragons out of stone. He shall draw from the fire, a burning sword light bringer. Um, so when we first saw Stannis, he's pulling it. They have all these bonfires lit, and he pulls a sword. There's out always and a lot of on fire, yeah. and and, all and the this guy, stuff. what's his name? The guy that was resurrected a bunch of times that yeah, Arya was hanging around with. When he fought the Hound, he had a flaming. His sword caught fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's all part of that religion. Wake dragons out of stone. That sounds like Tyrion, right? And so there, there's a lot of different theories on who. Azor- Number one. It's not really confirmed in this world that prophecy means anything. Mm-hmm. We don't really see like it's it's left up to it's left up to interpretation whether prophecy has power or whether people's people's awareness of prophecies causes them to happen. You know, self fulfilling exactly. Like like as, as an as an example, if if somebody comes along and uh, has a sword that in any way, shape, or form could be called a flaming sword, right. if they put oil on it and lit it up or whatever, and they yeah. fought some big bad guy, well. In the annals of history, in the mythology mm-hmm. of that world, years from now, that will be Azor High reborn. And as an example, when Daenerys... It could just be some guy yeah, in the, in the, <laughs> that spilled lamp some oil. clumsy guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, in, but they'll know, say that that's who it was. As like, an example, when Daenerys was eating the, 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 the horse heart when she was with the Dothraki, mm-hmm. and there were the, the old Dothraki witches saying that her son will be the stallion that mounts the world, like, that's a prophecy that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That, didn't, that kid did nothing. Right? He he had no shot. So it's uh, like, so there's there's reason. she could still have a kid, but go ahead. Well, but they were talking about that kid, mm. you know, the the half called Drogo kid. Yeah. But anyway, it's left kind of up to whether <laughs> whether prophecy means anything. Right. But there's a lot of theories over who this prophecy might be referring to. Now, at first, it was Stannis Baratheon. Mm. Still, could be Daenerys. There is uh, Daenerys. There is a uh, uh, probably the the fan favorite theory is that Jon Snow 
is mm-hmm. Azor Ahai. Oh, I've um, got a theory that I like better because because he he died and was reborn. He um, it, yeah, it's, it's but being, prophecy prophecy speaks, being, being, prophecies speak in metaphors. Doesn't have but to it's be all, literal true, death. But it's also being born um, under under a bleeding star. Um, there's when he was born. When we see the flashback to the the Tower of Joy, when Ned Stark comes upon Lyanna and she tells him about Jon Snow, he has a sword that is like nicknamed after a star a star's light or something like that it has a the name of the sword has to do with stars and it's there's blood on it from the battle he just fought and he leans it up against the bed and that the shot like lingers on that bloody sword over the bed where she was classic literary misdirect my friend true (laughs) exactly could be could be and so there's all of there's different evidence that that john is actually you know he's a hero that seems to be rising up at the end of a long summer and that the white walkers are coming and he's going to the king of the white walkers is the other that he's going to fight again the knight's king right so that so there's a lot of evidence for that. My and there's other you know Aegon Targaryen. A lot of people thought he was the Azor Ahai. There's a Greyjoy, a member of the Greyjoy house that there's evidence. Moving for. on. My <laughs> my personal favorite theory is that none other than Sir Davos Seaworth, the oh. Onion Knight, could turn out to be Azor Ahai because in the scene where we first meet Stannis Baratheon and he pulls the flaming sword out from the bonfire, sticks it down in the sand, everybody kneels. At the end of the scene, very casually, Sir Davos is the one that pulls the sword out of the sand and walks away with it. <laughs> yeah. During season two is when we see the 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 red comet, sort of the the bleeding star is constantly shown in the sky. Um, and this is the this it's also shown when we see uh, the Battle of Blackwater, when Sir Davos, you know, the whole fleet explodes and everybody thinks he's dead and he comes crawling up out of the ocean and. Stannis Baratheon's like, oh, I thought you were dead. Glad to see you're alive. You know, <laughs> there's all of these, there's all these instances where it could turn out to be, you know, a fan favorite character of Sir Davos Seaworth, the Onion Knight. <laughs> My personal favorite. The one guy, the one guy that sees these red priestesses and is like, that's, that sounds like nonsense. I don't, <laughs> I don't trust them. I'm going to argue I mean, against them. Turns out he's the prince that you, was promised. You couldn't read and that was cute. You know, it was right, really adorable. Yeah, right. The little girl taught you to read, told you stories about dragons. He doesn't know how to fight all that well. You like, carved just... her a little deer. Yeah. <laughs> Your son's dead. You know, all right. that fun stuff. That's adorable. Azora. Yeah. Hi. So that's personally, that's personally my favorite theory. Okay. Who it could turn out Here's mine. Okay. It's Jamie. Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the one that I found that was interesting, that somebody went back to the books again and pulled words from the books. To fight the darkness, Azor Ahai needed to forge a hero's sword. He labored for 30 days and 30 nights until it was done. However, when he went to temper it in water, the sword broke. He was not one to give up easily, so he started over. The second time, he took 50 days and 50 nights to make the sword, even better than the first. To temper it this time, he captured a line and drove the sword into its heart. But once more, the steel shattered. The third time, with a heavy heart, for he knew, um, for he knew knew beforehand what you know, what he must do to finish the blade. He worked for a hundred days and nights until it was finished. This time, he called his wife Nissa Nissa, and asked her to bear her breast. He drove his sword into her breast. Her soul, um, combining with the steel of the sword, creating Lightbringer. That's the sword that mm-hmm. he bends, right? While her cry of anguish and ecstasy left a crack along, across the face of the moon. Three swords. Okay. First one tempered in water. Jamie Lannister breaks down emotionally for the first time in the show when he's bathing with Brienne mm. and tells the story of how he became the Kingslayer mm-hmm. and how he's known as being the Kingslayer. And for the first time, someone other than a family member calls him Jamie. Mm-hmm. 
attempting to forge himself. Um, later, but that 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 further down the story, he releases Tyrion. This the Tyrion is the second sword. Mm-hmm. The second sword kills the lion. Okay, Tywin, piercing him through the heart. Jamie moves on. Jamie has uh, one thing left to do: the third forging of the sword, yeah. where he must kill his wife. Certainly. He's not married uh-huh. to her, but they've got kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he now um, has, you recall, when, when Tywin smelted down Ned's sword ice, he made two swords out of it. One he gave to Jamie, who later gave it to Brienne. Uh-huh. Um, and the other he gave to Joffrey as a wedding gift or as a, a coronation gift. Mm-hmm. That sword went from Joffrey then to Tommen. And now Jamie has it, and it's called oh, okay. widow. And it's called widow's whale. Oh, I didn't know that it was his his sword. Now I missed that in the book. Okay. Oh. So maybe it's Jamie. Maybe he needs to. Uh, that is be a more... reborn as the hero that he is striving to, the better person that he is striving to be. That what he's trying. He's constantly struggling with yeah. the the two things that he is. First, he's this noble knight, this this king's guard. Um, and a Lannister mm-hmm. who are by nature, you know, better than everybody else. Cause you know, Lannisters. Right. Um, but he's also seen by so many as this foul person who the only Kingsguard to ever slay their King, a Kingslayer. That is a minor fan theory. Is that is it in the end, Jamie will be the one that kills Cersei. Well, isn't, didn't well, it has Cersei's... to be, if prophecy holds, it has to be a, her, Jamie her... or or Tyrion, or Tyrion because of the, right. the witch, the, the witch, witch told her, her a younger brother, right. or the younger brother, will will be your end yeah and she was born seconds before jamie jamie, jamie was. and then Tyrion yeah. was born later later and killed their mother you know like that like you do right. when you're in that world <laughs> chopping her head off with an axe well yeah. with a tiny axe it yeah. took like 17 chops like mary queen of scots yeah. <laughs> so. but man what a what a great show this is <laughs> honestly there, there's so much like i i always fall in love with like fantasy uh, worlds where it's just like an extensive world you know when i'm reading a book and they mention like some far off place i want to be able to like google and find the fan wiki and read about that place you know and so it's like star wars warcraft you know all these different it's just these wide expansive worlds where i can learn a lot about go ahead that's that's that was my thought (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm really excited about the next season that's right check it out this sunday is it this sunday or next sunday not well, tomorrow is it? It's like a week from tomorrow. For the people listening, it's it's next. It's oh, this yeah, coming yeah, yeah. Sunday. Right, right, right. <laughs> this yeah. coming Sunday. No, it's not tomorrow. <laughs> remember, you, remember you the people, kayfabe of the show. You people just can't <laughs> deal with that, can you? You guys always. If it's not the guest, it's Mike. Sunday, July sixteenth. Sorry, on everybody. HBO at what time? Hopefully 9 p.m., possibly 10 Probably, p.m. If it's yeah. 10 p.m., I'm going to be really tired the next day. Old man Mike. Anyway. I thank- get up at 5. <laughs> well, who tells you to do that, Mike? I do. <laughs> it's not my fault. Say no, that to me like it was my idea that he gets up at 5. It's not my fault. I told myself. <laughs> you guys, hug it out. No. We're going to high-five it out. Finally. Boom. Mike gets his high-five. Michael, thank you for joining us today. Guys, thanks for having me back. I love doing this show with y'all. Mike!
Do uh, do we need to end, or do oh, we have sure. a couple let's, of minutes? Let's roll. Let's roll. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, would you like to help us answer, answer a Kevin question or two? I would love to answer a Kevin question. I came prepared for the first question. Well, I was going to defer to you on that because right. you, you, you. Oh yeah, you're wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the I shirt. Just, I just now noticed yeah. that you're wearing the shirt. <laughs> but I assumed you would know the answer to this. I don't. Um, <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay, twenty-one question. Why did the Slurm people run a contest to invite people to their fake factory? If you were secretly bottling something that came out of a giant space worm's ass, wouldn't you avoid the prying eyes of the public? At the very least, I would avoid a common hallway with signs over the doors that say fake factory and real factory. That is just inviting people to investigate. Party on contest winners, Kevin. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that episode because it was first season. Um, yeah, is that shirt actually was it it's like purposely it weathered pre, like that or is it pre-distressed oh, okay so shirt. it's not you haven't had it for 15 years i've <laughs> had it for probably 10 oh, okay <laughs> craig, craig just leads a rough and tumble life where his clothing, his clothing it's all that pays hugging the price for it. It, it's the friction it's true i've rubbed off uh, so much of my chestal area okay um if now if he's if he's saying my hugging shirt <laughs> michael they're all hugging shirts <laughs> Episode um, title. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mahogan shirt. <laughs> the uh, if if he, like I said, I haven't seen the episode for a while. If he's saying there was literally like signs that said "real factory" and "fake factory," I'm assuming that's accurate. I don't know. Um, if if that was the case, then let's just assume it was. Okay. Um, that sounds an awful lot like um, you know, I just I'm look look at it from a storytelling writing perspective. Is that they were just they were still kind of getting their feet under them. It was the first season. They didn't know. They weren't sure how to, you know, to to get to that, and they needed to get the episode out. They needed to get the animators working, so they just decided rather than have some convoluted extra long scene to have people accidentally uh-huh. find the factory, they just said, "Well, what if they saw signs?" That's my guess. I don't know. Mm. Okay, that was the <laughs> or, first season. Good guy. I think so. Um, it was early. It was yeah. the first couple. Because Slurm has been on the show forever. Okay. Yeah. Um. In fact, I think Slurm was one of the first things that pops up on the show in the original alien language. Slurm posters are one of the first things that helped people, I you know, start to decipher what the alien like language. Was he like three years old when that started on Tracy Ullman? Something like that. Slurm? <laughs> no, the Futurama. Simpsons. Slurm is Futurama? Futurama, baby. Oh, I thought it was The Simpsons. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Matt Groening, whatever. Anyway. Close enough. That's that's my guess. I don't I don't know. They they uh the episode was long. There you go. That's my answer. Just like, <laughs> like this, this script is coming out a little long. This, this teleplay, we're going to have to just go ahead and just like, we'll put a sign in. Okay. That gets them in there with, so they can do the slurm poop and fry drinking it. And there's the point where he's, he, there's like a big trough <laughs> of slurm that he's just sucking out of <laughs> and he's addicted to it. That's the whole point of slurm oh, is okay. it's addictive and it's, it's getting pooped out by this giant slug monster. <laughs> Um, into this trough and fries drinking it and meanwhile his friends maybe just Leela maybe multiples of them are in some like ridiculously slow murder mechanism that moms put them in um, mom being the corporate mom the, the, the leader of the mom corporation mm-hmm. um, who acts like grandma to the public but uh, is actually like a conniving terrible business businesswoman right. um, and he in order to save them he drags he like gains superhuman strength and he dra- drags this giant trough this big metal trough of slurm across he's like 
<laughs> oh, he's over, ga- gaining power oh, oh, from it. <laughs> over next to the people it's, so he can save him up. So he can save his friends so he can keep <laughs> sucking down a slurm while he's being the hero. <laughs> That's all I got for you. What's mm-hmm. next? Well, I don't even know what show it's from, so yeah, um, oh, clearly. There's your answer. Unless you had anything to add. <laughs> I, I think Craig pretty much covered it. In okay. as much, I'll leave as, the, as much I'll, detail as I'll it leave deserves. the second question to you guys. I haven't even looked at this okay. one. Twenty two question. Why does the weather report give us a high and low temperature? Wouldn't it be more prudent to give us the temperature at 8 a.m., 2 p.m., and 8 p.m.? That should cover the range. Then from there, it is pretty easy to figure the temp at whatever time I'm curious about. If they tell me the temp will be 68 at 8 a.m. and 80 at 2 p.m., I can do the math and figure it will be about 77 at noon. It just seems like a better way of doing things. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Why are you still looking at the highs and the lows? I just open up my weather app and it tells me the temperature in my in my right city now. right then. Right now. Plus, there's the hourly temperature on on yeah. Most like what? Why why are we still weather dealing services with, dealing with old just... practices? Like it's eighty eight. It's eighty eight degrees in Kennesaw right now. That tells me what I need to know about the day. Yeah, and then and then it also tells you what what temperature it's going to be next hour and yeah. the hour after like, that and the hour after that. Like in seven hours, it's going to be seventy eight degrees. Wait so a It's going to cool off. Is the answer to this question... It's probably going to rain around 5 o'clock. That... Is the answer... Kevin doesn't have a smartphone? <laughs> wow. Or Kevin doesn't know that there's an hour, <laughs> hourly button at weather.com on his computer? That's why Kevin has so many questions. He can't just look this stuff up in his phone when he thinks about it. <laughs> all right. That's why he's go. got all these questions. Okay. And we're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's we... answer all of Kevin's questions. We... <laughs> Google.com. <laughs> No, we're, we're, we, we Kevin, are Ke- Kevin needs to hold a begathon so he can buy some new equipment. That's what he needs to do. We are Kevin's Google. <laughs> okay. That's All right. What, that's sure. Nah, I don't right. need Google. I got Nerd Burger. Exactly. Jeez, Kevin, why do you still have that Razor? That Motorola Razor phone? Why don't you get a smartphone? Oh, I've got Nerd Burger. I only, I have, I have one app. That's the only app I need, and it's called nerdburger i've got the nerdburger app and, <laughs> and 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 i never really need information right now yeah. <laughs> i can wait until uh lunchtime on wednesdays yeah. <laughs> to get my information okay. upload moving along download ripping kevin a new one <laughs> yeah. thank you thanks kevin. kevin um also uh you can tell your um radio partner andy suck it because he complained on their show ah! that i told him to suck it so He's I think we might have to sign off this podcast from now on. Oh, boy. Telling him to suck it every time, so suck it. Mike, where can they find us? <laughs> they can find kind us. Spiteful, you know that? At uh, nerdburgershow.com. You got a little... Go ahead. At nerdburgershow <laughs> on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Tell Andy to suck it. <laughs> and slap him if you see him for Craig. <laughs> something else craig and you go you can go to <laughs> nerdburgergames.com for all sorts of game stuff and you can go to drive rpg.com to buy murders and acquisitions Yay. and amazon true enough and indie press revolution and that game store that's down the street from craig's house and gen con <laughs> and this place in germany on the next episode of nerdburger craig and mike introduce the guest that was promised <laughs> You, yes, you, listener, can search through the Nerdburger Show website for the prophecies and see if you can figure out who it will be. Oh, I get it. Okay. 
wait, what show is this, is this on? I do, is this on The Simpsons? Search through The Simpsons website? <laughs> oh, I get it. You suck. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me back, guys. Bye. Hug? <laughs> <laughs> he's open. He's open for a hug. The, get, the guest that was promised is going to turn out to be Ando, no matter what. Like it's just, <laughs> just going to be how it is. He was just here. <laughs>